So, the Businessman Podcast uh, trial run. Lesson number one. So, this is a lesson within a lesson. Within a lesson. Now, two to three years ago, um, actually, let me, let me start before. So, seven or eight years ago, maybe nine, probably 20, 13, 14, maybe 15. Um, I was slowly getting into sales or learning how to sell better and I searched on YouTube for a salesperson and I happened to stumble across a person who was probably known in the US, definitely not known in Israel at the time and uh, I think he was on his way up. His name is Grant Cardone. And I started following the guy, you know, actually he bought his online university, which was like 500 bucks, lifetime subscription or something. And it was really practical stuff, good, good stuff. Um, some of it was basic, some of it was advanced. But overall, I think it was, you know, just a great, great um, set of skills to get, you know, to start learning. And over time, I, I followed Grant and, you know, read some of his books and, didn't attend a seminar yet, but definitely followed his success and, and, and read his books and listened to his books. And I'm, um, you know, he's, a, he's, a, he's an interesting cat and a controversial character for sure. Um, but I think he has some good teachings and, and he knows how to cultivate attention and, and get attention and use that attention, capitalize on that attention. So I learned a bunch from him. One thing I learned that doesn't have to necessarily do with attention was just kind of something he said offhandedly in one of his books. He said, look, when I open a business book or a book, any book, right, I'm not expecting to get value based on what I pay for the book, right? When I buy a book for 20 bucks, I don't expect to get lessons that will get me $20. I expect to get lessons that will get me a million dollars, right? Or five million dollars, or ten million dollars. Something in that book, one thing. So if I read the whole book, I just need to come out with one thing that'll be worth like a million dollar idea, or a million dollar method, or thesis, or concept, or habit, or whatever it is. So I, um, you know, definitely when it comes to business books, I took that. I took that and I, when I read a nonfiction book, sometimes even when I read fiction, I'm looking for that one thing. Like I just need to get out, get out with one thing from that book. And um, we can talk about other implications of that methodology, but um, specifically here, what I wanted to discuss. So this that was the first lesson. The lesson within the lesson was a book I read. Um, I think it's called The Secrets of a Master Networker. I'll get you the exact name and I'll put it in the link. So, uh, through 3i, which is a completely different story, how I got there and, 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 you know, the fantastic organization that it is and why I recommend everybody, you know, who can and who is familiar signs up to it. Separate story. I was introduced by, to a gentleman named Jeffrey Meschel cold intro and Jeff and I spoke you know our customary 45 minute introduction call 
And somewhere along those lines, you know, he mentioned that he was an author. Um, like, oh, what books did you write? And he said, oh, you know, I wrote, I wrote this book, and I wrote this book, and one of them was The Secret of a Master Networker, which is, he probably wrote it like 15 to 20 years ago. Um, you know, a networking book, a very good networking book. Probably, you know, not everything uh, that was relevant back then is hyper-relevant right now. But again, if you're only looking for that one thing, then you, you know, you can get, really, can find gold in these books. So someone, Jeff specifically, was a very talented, you know, very accomplished person, took a long time and actually sat down and wrote this book, which was like a bestseller and whatnot. Um, so he talked to me about his books. I talked to him about a book I was kind of contemplating for the last five years. When I finished the call, I did what I uh, do many times when someone mentions to me that they wrote a book. I, I buy the book and I read the book because I read a lot uh, in any case. And, you know, if I can read a book where I know the author, that gives me more context. And plus, I feel like it's a, you know, it's a good, nice thing to do. Not because the money, but for them, so the income from the book, but just because, you know, they spent... 100, 200, 1,000 hours, whatever it is, writing it. Um, and I want to see what they came up with. Plus, I th again, I think it's a nice gesture, uh, regardless of anything. In this specific case, so that was kind of a mini lesson. So if, if you talk to someone and this person has read a book, I would recommend, uh, wrote a book, I would recommend you read it. Uh, same goes if someone read a great book and, you know, he's keen to tell you about it. That's always, you know, you can always read the book, so you'll have something to talk about with this person and you'll get to you know see how he thinks about things see what interests him or her and um, uh, and also mention you know that because you you know he recommended or she recommended that book you actually read it uh, which is always a you know it's a nice thing to hear it's like oh you know what I mentioned this book the guy actually read it that's fantastic usually you know someone will tell you yeah I'll read it and then they don't Okay, so that was many lesson, but uh, back to back to where we were. So I spoke with Jeff Meschel. He said he mentioned the book. I bought the book. I read the book. Uh, again, you know, it's from 20 years ago. So if you talk about Rolodex or the, you know, the advantages of email, naturally, if you're listening to this podcast in 2022, that could sound a bit dated. Um, a, it's not, and it's well written. But B, there was one segment there. One like mini chapter that I absolutely loved, and that mini chapter spoke about um, setting up shows where you're the star. <laughs> and this kind of sounds maybe a bit, I don't know, a bit self-centered, but it's not. So, for example, you know Jeff opened sort of a networking club. Why? Because he was a great networker, and he wanted to meet great people and he knew people are interested in it so he brought a few of his friends and then those friends brought their friends and from one step to another it grew to a you know to a sizable club and uh, the cool thing for him wasn't only that the club grew but that he was the let's say the president or the the, the treasurer or the secretary or whatever it was right and I've been I've been doing things of that nature meaning setting up these either events or um, 
or get-togethers or meetups or clubs or informal clubs or whatever it is for a pretty long time, like since I'm pretty young. It's, it's, you know, it's just these rituals where a bunch of people create a tradition of a sort and each person has their spot within that tradition. And once more, assuming more people, you know, kind of join, um, you are left with a number of things. One of them being the fact that you designed it. So you have a club, a sizable club, a sizable um, uh, participation with all these people and under a set of, let's call them rules or, or rules of engagement that you've set, which is great. And second is you're always going to be like one of the founders or quote unquote, like the star of that show. Um, my most recent example, which is, it's funny, but it's, you know, it is what it is, is that we, when we moved to Chicago, we, you know, a bunch of our friends got together and the three of us said, Hey, how about, you know, how about we start like a small poker night? And at first it was, you know, the three of us uh, talking about poker. We said, we're, you know, maybe each of us can bring another guy. Maybe we'll be able to gather like five or six folks. And the interesting characteristic here is that everybody's, is, everybody speaks Hebrew, right? Everybody's, a, so it's, it's not a big, it's not a gigantic uh, crowd in Chicago. But we were able to, to, you know, to scrap a guy here and a guy there and or a gal there. Um, and the first time, second time, third time, like we just we couldn't get participation. And by the time, like this is probably our eighth or ninth get together of amateur poker, small stakes, just not even barely money, just some food, but mainly spending three or four hours together. By now. The next event fills up the second the, the current event ends and there is a wait list and there are people who stay up. So let's say we play Wednesdays at, you know, 8 p.m. By the time we're done, it's probably 11 p.m. or 1130. And um, there are people who stay up, especially to sign up on the WhatsApp group as soon as the registration opens because they know that if they don't sign up by you know, 6 a.m., their spot will be gone. And that's a great feeling. You know, you build something, and it's not a big thing. It's There's nothing, you know, outstanding about it. It's a lot of people play poker. But the fact that you're able to get, to produce such a great event, a great experience for everybody involved, that the folks just, you know, there's much more demand that there is supply. And folks just stay up stay up till midnight to sign up for this thing. So I'm, I'm it's just an example. And by the way, a lot of great things are happening from that club. You know, it's obviously not about money because it's, there's barely money involved. Um, but we, you know, the, all of us became better friends. We go to each other's homes for weekends. Uh, we spend holidays together. Um, some of us are going to start doing business together. Fortunate, uh, hopefully in the coming future, um, you know, we sign up to play, you know, tennis with one another. We join the same clubs. So just by building this platform and being at the center of it, um, I personally have already gained a bunch, but I feel like you can create a platform where everybody wins, but you're still, in a sense, 
uh, quote unquote, the star of that show that you built. So uh, that's the lesson within the lesson within the lesson I wanted to share. And uh, hopefully you enjoy it. Um, if you have any questions, thoughts, or ideas on that one, just, you know, as usual, buzz me. Um, that's the end of the draft of the first The Businessman Podcast. Uh, today is what's December 21st. I'm on my way back from Oak Forest. I'm in my car. Audio quality is probably shit. Um, I'm going back from our development project and, uh, and um, you know, just promised myself and uh, my friend that I'll, I'll take a stab at it. So, today was a good day. By the way, I did 333 full lung breath hold today after, um, let's say, a 15-minute uh, Wim Hof, you know, breathing session. So I'm, I'm I'm pretty happy. I think it's been it's been a while since I crossed the 330 mark. Probably a good few years. Um, okay, onwards. <laughs>